Apex Central listeners, you can find us every Monday through Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. For us, golf is simple. It's a chance to get out and have some fun with our friends. But inevitably, little things have a way of ruining it. The group ahead is taking forever. You can't find the fairway with a map. And the Bev cart is nowhere to be found. And the best way to make a bad day better is Fireball Whiskey. You get their nips, the little shooters. They are great. Makes bad day way, way, way better. Make sure to grab the new Fireball Birdie Shot Club. It's literally a golf club filled with Fireball Nip. Put it in your bag. It'll fit right in that side pocket. Drink Fireball Nips and have a great time on the golf course. What's up, fellas? Welcome to Pick Central, the Barstool Sportsbook YouTube channel. I am your host once again today. Final day for Brandon Walker to be out. He's in Vegas for SummerSlam, so I'm your host today, Ben Mitz. And we've got a uh, solid crew once again filling up on my left and my right, feeling uh, awfully empty. And, you know, first we'll start with uh, he makes an appearance on Friday. Nate Fridays, the dog in the house. What's up, Nate? How are you? I'm here, and I'm happy, and I feel great. Happy Friday, Ben Mintz. Yeah, I like those vibes. There you go. Good vibes only. Rico Bosco back in the house, rocking Seton Hall. What's up, What's man? What's up? Last non-football Friday. I mean, we got some preseason tomorrow, so half a football Friday, but don't count as the real thing. Uh, two weeks. We're, we're going to talk a lot of football on the show yeah, today not, to make I'm up not, for it. I'm not here next Friday, so Labor Day Friday weekend is going to be Love huge. It. Let's get it going. Big Ev joining on our left. Ev, we got a uh, you and I are going to have a we got a pretty long fun day ahead together. Yeah, me, you, and Zan the booth. Going to my first, my first Grateful Dead experience, or Dead and Company. You gonna I, I be bro- a got, drug guy tonight? No, never. I there's absolutely no chance I'll be bringing any sort of legal narcotics into City Field tonight. One thousand percent, no chance. I would never do that. Huge, huge shout out, Stu, Stu Finer, by the way, just a legend. Just like, hey man, I got some sweet tickets to the Dead. Do you want to go? Hell yeah, I want to go wait, see the wait, Dead. Wait, so what's the crew going? It's me, Ev, and Za. It's wow. it's shrunk, unfortunately, due to some some circumstances. Yeah, Stu was Stu going to, but then a lot. Yeah, he's Stu's mm. going to the Eagles Sunday. Stu night, can't apparently. go. No, Stu's, I think he's just going to the Eagles Sunday. Damn, night. damn. I know. I'm I'm really bummed, though, Stu. But we're so still got, gonna have a huge. I, I got time. a text about probably two, maybe three weeks ago from Stu at eight thirty in the morning saying, <laughs> "Like Grateful Dead, August twentieth, City Field, sweet, you in." I was, I said, Stu, I said I would never disrespect the Deadheads and say that I am one because I'm not. But if you're inviting me, I will absolutely accept, yes. And you're wearing the tie-dye shirt. I broke out my best. <laughs> I, I may or may not have purchased this tie-dye in, in Cape Cod for the sake of this concert. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we're going to do Dead tonight. You're going to have to t- some like show you really like that I have no clue of. We'll go to on the other end. Oh, yeah, I'm, def- I'm definitely like, going to be blogging go about to, the experience for yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm definitely going to give the people my thoughts. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I want to go ahead and address this just to start the show. Uh, so yesterday there was some controversy with Jeff Nadeau. Uh He came Tuesday and... I will, I will say this. I handle. I mishandled the situation yesterday. I'll take responsibility. I wasn't sure if he was supposed to come one day a week. You know, a lot of lots been made. Obviously, when Rico's here, it's Rico's seat. But when apparently word has come down from on high above me, I'm not the decision maker here. I'm merely a placeholder. That when Rico's not here, the dude is invited. Uh, yesterday, I I kind of mishandled the situation. I got to be honest, and uh, I didn't realize if he was supposed to come once a week. I wasn't sure. I was wishy-washy, and uh, I got called out for it by Nadu, and he actually wasn't wrong about it. I should have handled it better. I don't have too much more than that to say because this is not – I'm not the decision-maker. I merely do what I'm told, and that's where we're at with it. So, I, I just want to say I probably mishandled it a little bit. It is what it is. It is what it is. Though. We, we live and we learn, man, so we move yeah, on. But I, I will say, you know, I take responsibility for it. And I talked to people above me, and they said, why wasn't he there? I said, I didn't know if he was supposed to come once a week or what. 
So he came Tuesday, and when Rico's not here, he's invited and has a seat. That's official from words from on high above me, and that's what I have to say about it. So, yeah, mea culpa on my part. Yeah, I mean, I'm no longer, and, and I get along for the record. I get along. Rico and I are good friends. I get along with the dude. I know that this it's a sticky situation. It's goes back what five years? How long does this shit go back? Long anyway. Anyway, it goes back a lot <laughs> long, longer time than I've, I've been here, and uh, I just wanted to address it and say I, I kind of he came at me a little bit on Twitter, and I I might have I, I was I was the one that was more out of line, and I admit that. I, I think wanna, you were out of line. I think you just got jumbled up in your head. About, I did. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was in indec- the biggest thing. I was was I was indecisive. Right. Yeah. And I'm not a leader here. I'm not supposed to be. I'm only the host when Brandon's gone, and I'm doing what I'm told. But uh, I, 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 I don't want to stir the pot. But does that mean Brandon texted you and told you to uninvite him? No, nobody said uninvite. Brandon didn't say uninvited. Okay. Brandon texted me and said, why wasn't he on the show? And I said, I wasn't sure if he was supposed to okay. come once a week yeah. or twice. Brand, I guess to clear the record, I believe I believe Brandon is the the powers that be that he's yeah saying. well okay. this is this is well, that, and i think I, it comes from the point i don't think you no, had any like bad intentions or like anything like that i think you were just paranoid and anxious and you didn't know which way to go yeah, and, yeah, yeah. well yeah but that's still on me though i gotta i gotta be not indecisive so anyway i just you know want to address it the show is I'm, better so well i just i'm addressing it i'm taking responsibility and that's what it is and i'm moving on and you know, like I said, he, I look, Jeff will be back in here when Rico's not here. And so it's not like, I mean, anyway, that's all I have to say <laughs> okay. about it. All right, moving on. Uh, let's get into some stuff last night. Eagles preseason football. Good mm. God, guys. 35 nothing in a preseason game? Yeah, I don't, I don't want to get too, like, I, the one thing I will say is honestly, like, Cam looked good. Mac Jones looked really good. I think it's more about that. Like, the Eagles are, the Eagles' expectations aren't. Aren't crazy high this Six year. and a half. They're, I mean, yeah, they're a team that people are expecting to be a well below five hundred team. I think there's like part of me that thinks they're going to be like was thinking at least they're going to be a little bit better than people think. But at the same time, I, the NFC East, regardless whether it's really good or really bad, they beat each other up. I think that's kind of going to kind of always be how it is. That's kind of always been how it's been, literally my whole life. Look at me, Big Ev. It is the Washington Football Team's conference. It you just, mean, it you just mean division. Division, sorry. It yeah. just, uh, it just is. We'll see. We no, have, they, we have the they, number they, one. They defense. have the best unit. They have Way the best unit at anybody. Besides, maybe the Cowboys' offense when they're humming. Way too many right, people they're in hand Washington. in hand. I Washington. want to ask Nate. Yeah, Nevin Nate here. Team. Okay. Yeah. I, there's a. There's so but much I, hype on Washington right it's now. Like, a lot of his Dak shoulder being hurt too, as people. The Redskins. Giants the, 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 check that. The football team was like plus three eighty to win the NFC East at one point. Now it's like plus one eighty. Yeah, it's like that. No, they like I said, they have the best unit. Like that defensive unit is the best unit in the NFC East, no question about it. Yes. I would, and then the the, the Giants only, have a good defense. Not as not I would as say good as the, the only team, question sure. mark on Washington is quarterback play, and we have Ryan Ryan Fitzpatrick, who you know he's not going to win you a Super Bowl, but he won't lose you one either. Like if he can just be a twenty-five touchdown, fifteen interception, which you know isn't the best, but it's not the worst, we can win. You know we can make the playoffs, possibly go deep, depending on if the defense stays healthy. It's not not that I don't think they should go the Fitzpatrick route because I think that's especially with a defense like that, that's the kind of guy you want to just like right. kind of just keep the ship afloat, like don't make bad mistakes. That's but all I we're mean, asking. Heineke looked pretty good at times last year. Like yeah, I, like I, I mean, I, that's only in small amount of work. I, you don't I know. know I, I'm, 16, not, I'm not saying you just like start. go with the. I'm not saying you just like go with like go with him. I think you definitely go with Fitzpatrick. But I think you've got a guy there that like Fitzpatrick is definitely capable of having some like shaky games. Yeah, I think a Heineke is a guy that maybe that maybe the ceiling potentially could be higher. He's fascinating long-term. because 
again, yeah, like in little bursts, he's shown like excellent, excellent play. He hasn't been able to stay healthy in his entire career, but everywhere he's been, the fan base has kind of like when he was in Minnesota, uh, people were telling Carolina me on too. Twitter and in Carolina, people were like, yeah, we love this guy. We love this guy. And then we saw him in the Tampa Bay playoff game last year just look unbelievable. So, I mean, he will be the most popular guy in town if Fitz comes out and has, you know, a rough start, you know, maybe like just throws two picks in the first game. The most popular guy in D.C. is always the backup quarterback, and I like that we have a guy who probably will be able to step right in and maybe not be Fitz caliber, but his ceiling definitely is above where Fitz, where we know Fitz is. We don't know what Heineke is capable of, but if he can play like he did in the playoff game, I mean, we might have something there. Well, my question on the football team, I think the front seven on defense, everybody knows what you got, five first-round picks up oh, yeah. front. All from Alabama. I mean, yeah, I got all the, all the Bama guys. Chase Young. And Chase. Yeah, I mean, unbelievable. Well, Montez Sweat, too, seven. Mississippi my, State. Yeah, my question on the football team, though, and I know Fitzpatrick brings some excitement, but this offense has been, I mean, it's been like the worst in the NFL for, what, three or four years in a row? I mean, I, I know Antonio Gibson looks like a young playmaker, and Terry McLaurin has been the one-man gang at receiver because everybody knows he's getting the ball. Right. Who I don't even know who else so they have out picked there. picked up Curtis Samuel from – Yeah, from Ohio Panthers. Yeah, Panthers. From Ohio and, State. And then Logan, Ohio Logan State Thomas, uh, the former VTech quarterback, is kind of developing at tight end. He looked really good last year. Really good. Ohio State receivers in college are better than the ones in the pros, but that's a different conversation. What do, on, uh, I mean, like Mike Thomas. I'm just saying. No, the offense we'll definitely got better guys in yeah, uh, right now, by bringing yeah, in Curtis Samuel. J.D. McKissick had, I think, 90 catches out no, of the He led the NFL in reception. Yeah, yeah. like, it, it's all it's all coming together. The offensive line looked pretty I know Morgan good. Moses is gone. Yeah, he was kind of a bum anyway. I don't know why people cared that he left. He was the master of false starts. So, uh, I've, I've never been more optimistic about a Washington football team on what's today, August 20th. Never been more optimistic. I can't wait to see how Dan Snyder ruins my life again. This you think season. y'all going to win this division? Yes. I I mean, knock on wood, injuries, whatever, but as it stands right now, I mean, every other team has question marks. Every, you know, Giants, I know you love them, but damn, Danny Dimes is a turnover machine. We don't know what's going on in Philadelphia with any position there. I don't think Philly. Right. And then Dak, if his shoulder is not healed, they don't have a quarterback. So Unless the Cowboys go berserk, do we not see this division being decided week 17 and week 18? No, probably. I think, most, I, I, think it's, like, like, I think what would it's you put that be, at? 70%? I think it's going to be a three-headed race most of the season. Yeah. Nope. I think the the cow, the Cowboys are so – like, and I, I hate the Cowboys, but I think, but I'll speak honestly on them. Like, they – if their defense can be, like, decent, even just, like, decent, like, middle of the road, they – I mean, they're, they got a real chance to – I don't want to say run away with it. Because my thing with them is, obviously, the offense is going to score a ton of points if Dak is healthy, but at the same time – that down the stretch, those games, like teams like the football team, like they'll win those December games. And even the Giants, as long as Danny Danny Dimes cannot just, just piss the ball away like he has in the last couple of years, they have a defense that can win games, and they showed it that can win games in, in December. What was, what was it, Nate? What's that eye roll? Well, no, I, it, like, like you're acting like you ran away with the division last year. Oh, you no, had no, to win in week 17. No. Like, just, like they're like, like your offense kind of stinks. We both have flaws. I, I think it's cute <laughs> that you guys are still thinking Danny Dimes can be a franchise quarterback. He just he ain't it. You're you're looking at the guy who almost cried out of sadness when we took him. Right? I, over, like, I'm, well, I'm over really, Haskins, right? I'm, no, no, no. But I didn't want Danny Dimes. I was I literally was saying take the defensive and Josh Allen. I was okay. like take the defense. Like I wanted Haskins over him. Yes. Like I, I'm if I'm too loyal to my guys, if that's my <laughs> biggest fault, then shame on me for being so loyal. God bless me. But at the same time. Like I like I'm, I, but I even said the next day after that, after the whole the video, whatever, 
obviously I'm I'm rooting for the guy to do good. I'd rather I'm not Frank. I'd rather be wrong yes. than the Giants be bad. Like I would like right. I said the next day on record, I was like, I hope I'm the biggest idiot ever. I hope he becomes the best quarterback that's ever lived through two years that doesn't look like it's going to be the case yeah, whatsoever. And, and I ride and died with Haskins, and that blew up in my face. But I will. Oh, me if, too. If, I, I still get shit about I him mean, for just liking the guy. If, if we take a quarterback in the first round, I will ride for that guy until he proves otherwise. And Haskins proved otherwise very early. And I was like, ah, he's a rookie. You know, mistakes happen. And he, he, he was just bad. He, he was downright bad. Danny, I'm still like, th- th- for me, this is the year. Like, this is the last year. Like, I'm giving this him a chance. Like, we, we have some offensive weapons, some things working around him. The offensive line should be better. Everything around him should be better. If he can't, like, at least produce a little bit with his offense, he just stinks. We have two first-round picks. Move on next year. Draft the quarterback. Ev, Ev, how are draft you? Howell. Draft Carson Strong. Draft one of these guys. How are you? So, now they're saying week three. What's going on with Saquon? Um, that, that's kind of what they're saying now. I mean, I know he's working out. Like, I've seen some videos of him. Not, like, scrimmaging, obviously, but just, like, doing, like, running through some drills, whatever. I mean, he looks good. Like, listen, there's no rush to bring him back. We honestly kind of got some shit together at the end of last year when he wasn't playing. I don't think that's, like, in spite of him. I think it was more just the team kind of just came together a little bit at the end of the year. So I'm excited for what we could be with him at running back all the time instead of, like, a Wayne Gallman. Even though I think Wayne Gallman's a fine player, I think he's a solid number two back. But I'm not too, too worried about him missing the first week or two. No reason to rush him back no, like that. Wait for him to be ready. We need him for the long term, not just week one, week two. No, I think you got to play long ball on him. The Kenny Galladay already having the hamstring thing worries me a lot, though. So I'm he not, had so many injuries that he kept having him in Detroit, and I think he's a phenomenal player when he's on the field. Also he's got think it's a lot speed. of the – you look at the big play guys, too, like Galladay and Barkley. Now you're wondering, like, man, can we get and Ingram fucking, never stays healthy either. Can we get 17 fucking points in a yeah. game? You know what I mean? Like, that's – That's uh, kind of my fear is I just feel like right now, like, we did all these things where, like, we add Galladay. We draft Tony in the first round. You're saying Saquon's going to be back. We're like, excited. We were all, all excited these things, about the All these things all on the paper, offense. they sound great. Right. But still, none of them can be good for two with two things. One – them being healthy, and two, just Daniel Jones being able to distribute the ball the right way and not fumble and throw interceptions every other play. So, what do you, over under for the Giants is either what, seven I think it's or seven? seven. I believe it's seven. What do y'all think? You think over? I know last I know year y'all were one. Like it's, well, it's last tough, year y'all started, last year y'all just started so bad that you got buried and still y'all And late, up. they had a couple of bad close losses, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, even like the one, like Eagles literally, game. Evan Ingram catches that ball, like we, we win the division. Yeah, yeah without Eagles a doubt. Game, uh, I'm, I'm, a little optimistic. I think it's a make-or-break year for Danny Dimes. The injuries worry me. I would lean over, but it's in that division. You're just going to keep fucking beating each other up. It's rock'em, sock'em, robots. It's just, if, I mean, if any team can win 10 games in that division, I think you got it. I mean, like, I think 10-7, and yeah. seven, you got it, like, no problem. It feels like it's a division that comes down to Week 17 or, or now. Every week time. Week 18 said, this yeah, year. absolutely. And I think it's going to happen again. The football team has five of their final six games are in the division. Uh, I expect that to happen once again. I, I, don't, I don't see any reason – what one? I'm kind of wanting to. We're going to run around the NFL as we get ready uh, for football football season. Gosh, I can't. We got a second big weekend of preseason. I like the only three preseason games. What do y'all think? Uh, you're going to like it even more when it's two mm-hmm. and there's 18 regular season games, and the Super Bowl is the day before President's Day, and it's a national holiday. You're going to like it a lot more. You're in right about, about a that. year and a year and a half. I, I want the 18 games and then the second. So does bye- every. I so want, do they. I want two bye weeks. You think it's a have cool- 18 games and two bye weeks? I man. agree with that. Yeah. No, but then you wouldn't have – the way it's lined up, they go 18 straight, and then the playoffs. Oh, no. They Wait, line it up the Super Bowl by President's Day. That's what they do want. Correct me if I'm wrong. This this year with the 17, 
aren't they leaving like a little gap on that? Like leaving like a weekend to like potentially make up or have things. Like I don't that? know enough. I about could it. be wrong. No, I, could. I think they. I thought they were they doing some sort not. of thing where they they were gonna like leave basically so everyone have the bye week and then you kind of have that like mi- like a, like basically a last weekend for COVID cancellations or whatever just to like. Have that just in case. I don't know if that was going to be a thing or not for sure. I know it was something that was discussed. So, as of right now, the Super Bowl is on February 13th, and President's Day is February, but it's February 21st. If they go to the 18 and have the two bye weeks, that's what everybody wants. So, you have that Monday off the day after the Super Bowl. What do you mean two bye weeks? You still have three weeks of the playoffs. No, no. If an 18-game schedule, you just add an extra bye week, and it pushes back. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes, correct. But everybody wants the Super Bowl to be the Sunday before President's Day. Yeah, so all you would have to do is add one regular season game, not a yeah, bye yeah, week. not another bye week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I got that. Confused. Got some questions from the chat boys asking about Boston sports. I want to. We're going to kind of run around the league. Who do y'all think is going to be better, the Dolphins or the Patriots? I think it's a very interesting debate. Buffalo is clearly number one in that division with Josh Allen. That defense, I get that, and I, I don't think that's disputed. The question is, the Jets are a clear number four. Yeah, that that is very clear as well. Going with Zach Wilson, the rookie who could be good, but it's going to take a big adjustment. No expectations there. The question is, do you like Miami and Tua? And I, Miami improved a ton. I think Brian Flores, certainly Belichick guy, knows what he's doing. Or do you like New England on a bounce back? New England went 7-9 and nine last year. They had a lot of opt-outs, including Dante Hightower. Got a bunch of guys back. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm very curious to see what this Cam Newton-Mac Jones thing is going to be. I mean, I assume Cam's going to be the guy early in the year. And if he struggles, Mac's going to be the guy. New England's still very weak at the wide receiver position. Nelson Aguilar getting 13 mil. I mean, he had a good year last year, but I don't believe he's a number one. I am interested in the Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith, two tight end thing. Mm-hmm. New England's got a good running game. Uh, very good offensive line. That's the strength of their team. If Cam's a quarterback, you know, that makes sense the running. I do think the defense will be better. Like I said, they had a lot of opt-outs. My boy Brandon Bolden back this year, too. Uh, he opted out last year. Uh, my, my question to y'all, though, who do y'all like more, New England or Miami? I think I'm going to go with the safer pick, but I just I just feel it's the right pick in my mind. I think it's got to be the Patriots. I just think the fact that they even think about how god awful we felt about the Patriots last year. They went seven and nine. When people like we had this mindset, like it was like they were just this horrible team. With and you think and you think about the way how they looked so much better before Cam got COVID. Like I really believe he's still got like some good football left, and I'm like you saw the way, especially like what Wincy said, great offensive line, great running game. The receivers aren't great, but you saw he did his best work in Carolina. They didn't have like this crazy receiving core. He did his best work with Greg Olson. Yeah, and, and you and give him Jonu Smith and and Hunter Henry, and the thing with and Cam- Aguilar, who is a deep threat, like he can make some plays. Like with, you and um, what's the and um, Myers? Myers is a solid player too. Like they have enough guys there to get it done. And they bring back so much on defense that they didn't have last year. I, am, I, I almost don't see how massive. He's I almost captain. I almost don't see how they don't win at least like ten games. Well, they went seven and nine. It felt like the season from hell for them. I mean, I think they probably get back to nine and eight or ten and seven. The Cam thing is interesting. He misses high. He he. They just the way his the way the mm-hmm. ball comes out, and so it makes sense for him to have these big six five tight ends because they got catch radiuses and he can throw over the middle because he's inaccurate. But I, I don't know what's going to happen. I just think New England. I feel like everybody wants them to suck so bad because they were so good for so long that they're almost like getting written off too early. I don't think they can challenge Buffalo. Oh, this though. this could be Bill Bill Belichick revenge tour. What's well, the, the motive? I mean, it got even more. You finish seven and nine, and then you're sitting around playing golf, and then you got to go watch Brady win a Super Bowl. Yep. There's a massive amount of pressure on Belichick. Belichick's got to do his best coaching job right now. You got to think that the Patriots are going to come back. I mean, and and again, all dynasties end. I mean, we, we've obviously seen him and Brady go a different way, but 
Belichick's got to figure it out, and and this is the time to prove something. Or he maybe you know he's just not the guy without Brady, and he moves on, and this is the end of the dynasty. But for this year, I think there's a massive, massive chip on his shoulder. He's got to figure it out. Plus, Tua gets hurt a lot too. I'm not rooting for it, but Tua gets hurt a lot. I, I still have questions, and I know Tua was coming off that hip injury, and you know there was a lot of stuff with COVID and all that going into last year. But I wasn't too sold on him coming out of college, even. You know, I just thought it was Alabama had the four top 15 picks at receiver, and he never got touched. And I don't know, in their big games, I didn't think – I mean, I know he came in in that second half and, and won the national championship his freshman year against Bama, but he threw three picks. Uh, I don't know. I, I think he's very good, but, like, look at Mac Jones was even better than Tua. Like, I feel like it was more a product of – Now, is Mac Jones a product of the four wide receivers as well? Yeah, but you know, nobody thinks, but nobody thinks there, Mac yeah. Jones is a top – he wasn't a top five pick. Oh, no, absolutely. No, so I don't know. I, we'll, we'll see. I think Miami's doing a good job. I'm curious what's going to happen with the Xavier Howard situation. Him wanting out, but him and Byron Jones, I mean, that's some sick DBs. That's one of the best DB comments. I think on the scroll last night, it was top 100 players. The Patriots had two corners, both or two defensive backs, like right in the top 50. Well, Gilmore. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, you know, loaded. So that's what you need. You got to stop the pass. Give me good corners. No, the only thing is just Cam on the third, when it's third and eight where Cam is in his career. Like, I mean, if you can keep it third and four and manageable with the runnings in play and, the, the you know, the tight ends and stuff. But when he has to drop back in a shotgun and pocket pass right now, it ain't. But I, also, I let's not forget what we saw, like, last year before Cam got COVID. I mean, Bill and, Bill and McDaniels have no issue just running Cam into the ground, and I think they will do that again. No, and last they will year continue, he had, what, like 11 They will continue to have him run the ball 15 times a game. They have no issue with doing that. Yes. And I think a healthy end will do that. Behind the offensive line, will do that phenomenally well. Yeah, last year he had 592 rushing yards and 12 rushing touchdowns. And remember, Cam was out with and COVID, he missed and he a had bunch COVID. Of games. Yeah. He missed and Cam a bunch actually of games. started out playing really well the first three or four weeks, and then that, struggled after COVID. That Seattle, COVID might have affected it. That Seattle game was, like I think, the last game before he got COVID. And I mean, they ended up losing that game in the shootout, but they scored a ton of points. And like he, like they, obviously Seattle's defense wasn't phenomenal, but I just think, I just think on both sides of the ball, like they can be so much better than they were last year. That I'm, I'm, I'm going to look up what their win total is. I wouldn't be shocked at all if it was like ten. Who? The Patriots. Okay. Yeah. What, we, what fascinates me about them is it won't be that high. I don't think I, I, I I'm going to say I'm, I'm going to guess I, like nine. I'm going to guess nine. In Washington, we won the division at seven and nine, and we thought it was the best year you know ever. And then dealing with like John Feidelberg and Dave, who watched their Patriots go seven and nine, and it was the worst season they've ever seen. In they didn't even decades. pay attention, right? That infuriated me about Patriots fans that they got to just like not even be sad because they just decided to not care. Yeah, and Dan, well, Dan, Fairweather. Dan, I thought it was Fairweather fans. I thought it was, I let my roommate DeGiulio was the same way. He didn't. They, he was barely. He was playing video games while they were fucking on. I'm there like, was a lot of uh, Apple, Fairweather fans. A lot of Apple picking. There was a lot of Sunday yeah, 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 movies yeah, yeah. Uh, in New England. They yeah, just pretended was, like the year didn't happen. It drove me insane. Right. They were elitist for a long period of time. They all, it was all of them. Every Patriots fan, they all were the same. None of them got mad. None of them cared. But they do have a point. Like, half their defense did opt out, and they still went 7-9, and nine, which is why you nine. have to take the path. Nine. I mean, minus 150. Nine. nine minus 150. See, that they open with Miami, that's a huge opener for both those teams. Yeah. I mean, you have to take the pass. I, I'm not taking nine seems the right number. I think they're like nine and eight right the there. Jets, the Jets are at six and a half. How? What am I missing at that? That seems like very – got to lay big juice very, with the under. Minus high. 159, but – I mean – The thing with the Jets, okay, the question is, if it is going to go well, it's because the new coaching staff is good. Robert Soleil, I, I was right. impressed with him. And San Fran, he's super intense. The new offensive coordinator is LeFleur from Green Bay. It's his brother. 
So you got to think that Wilson's skill set, you know, fits a lot of those boots and rollouts because he can move a little bit. Like I can see how that fits that kind of offense. Now I don't know that it's going to work. I'm just saying in theory, if they're getting to six and a half, that coaching staff's got to help get them there because Wilson could be good. But damn, y'all, the point y'all have made that I agree with is the step up in that competition. BYU played a trash schedule last year, and now he's going to the NFL. Like Wilson could be good long-term, but struggled this year also, because of that jump. Also, just even if you look at the splits between what his numbers looked like against certain teams – like he just lit up god awful teams. They and like you look really at like schedule. I know it was like I know that coastal game was weird. Like they kind of they basically took it on like a few days notice and just flew across the country. But that's a, probably the best defense he played. If I who else I'm trying to think who else they played. no. There's stats also when he missed time two years ago that they went like four and one versus bowl teams without him. There's a lot of glaring like mm-hmm. and again you know it could be in his favor. It's just maybe the fluke of the injury and hey BYU got hot but. A lot of it is pointing against Zach Wilson, if you ask me. The one thing I'll and you're say, right. and big, I, I'm big bi- game loses. I may be biased. I'm obviously very biased, but uh, I, Elijah Moore has turned a lot of heads at Jets camp so far. I, I'm gonna over unders probably twelve times. I bitch all football season watching the Saints that he's not out in the field. I'm <laughs> so mad the Saints passed on him, and now Thomas is out, and the Saints don't have receivers. Anyway, I need to get over it. But uh, <laughs> it's just it's just Elijah called the touchdown. They got me to Barstool. And he did the dog piss in the Starkville end zone that got Kiffin to Ole Miss. So, like, he's like a prophet in my book. I mean, he literally, like, I would not be here without Elijah Moore. And I've got some lines out to him through Ole Miss. And I'm going to try to get him in here and do some content now he's in New York. We're going to have Rebels take it over uh, the big city. I'm going to run around. And you should add. probably try it uh, wild card weekend. i got a feeling he's not going to be playing that weekend. <laughs> just a heads up, man. Well, I wonder if we keep the, the Ole Miss second-round receiver tradition going, though. Fair DK enough. and AJ were both second-rounders. All right, we're going to run around the NFL and ask the chats wanting some non-East Coast questions. All right, AFC North. We kind of touched on this yesterday, but we're going to re-bring it back as Rico and Nader here. Do you all like the Ravens or the Browns more this year of those two? I think it's an interesting debate. Uh, The Baltimore Ravens, because as much crap as Lamar Jackson gets, he's still an unbelievable talent, and he can win games on his own, and we don't see that with the quarterback in Cleveland. He could, but we don't see it yet. So You know what? I'm going to take the other side. I think I said it a couple years ago that that the Browns were the two-sexy team. They needed to get to the playoffs. They get to the playoffs. They win a game, convincing fashion. Maybe the Browns are here to stay. I think it's – I'm going to take the Browns. That's it. Yesterday when we talked about it, I, kind of, I like started by saying the Ravens, and then the more we talked about the Browns, I almost kind of like slowly talked myself into the Browns. But I just – the thing – I think – see, they've got – I think the Browns finally have the culture figured out. But obviously just like – I just – the Ravens – not even taking the Browns out, the Ravens in general, I just trust like what they got going oh, on. Oh, they're just, never going to be they, dead. They're just always good. I just trust John Harbaugh so they're much. They're never going to be dead. I just like, trust like Newsom and just the whole – the whole, just the machine, I just trust Historically, so much. you won't make money betting on the Browns against the Ravens. Just, you but just I, I just think that, but this Browns, like, I think with Stefanski, I think they finally have, like, the right culture. And I think even though, like, Baker, I said yesterday, like, Baker's not that top 10 guy, but I also think he's not, like, he's, he's just that, mid, I think he's, like, that middle of the pack right now. But the way they're built around him with the great, great offensive line, that, that's putting resources into go. a draft pick, signing guys. Two great running backs, really talented receivers. I mean, it was it was scaring the shit out of me yesterday. So the Browns and Giants had the joint practice, and from all accounts, we were getting our asses kicked, which just scares me very much. But, but the Browns thing on my end, so okay, I like the Owusu, the pick from Notre Dame second round, the yeah. linebacker that can run because he can cover. 
Miles Garrett, they had a lot of injuries on defense, and because the, their defense kind of fell apart late, even though they played okay against the Chiefs. But the, I mean, I don't. We kind of discussed Odell Beckham the other day on here. Mm. Like, I feel like we're at a point where like anything you get from him is like a free roll, and you almost like want to expect not a lot. But if if he, he's had a lot of injuries, if he could stay healthy because of the running game and how good the O line is with Chubb and Nick and Cream Hunt. Odell could beat people down the field. Well, still. he's. I'm, well, I was going to say when you said the free roll thing. I mean, he's a free roll that also could have you hit the jackpot. No, great. Like he's a free roll that could give you everything if all things click the right way. No, that's that's my point too. So I think the Browns. It's one of those things where like my head thinks the Ravens and my heart thinks the Browns because Cleveland they're built tough on the line of scrimmage. You know, Miles Garrett, elite pass rusher. The O line last year when they signed Je- when they drafted Jedrick Wills and signed Coughlin, who was one of the best right tackles mm. uh, from Tennessee. They just made such smart moves to put less pressure on Mayfield. You know, they can run the ball, they can do play action, and uh, I think that, that those two teams are definitively ahead of the Steelers. Uh, we're gonna take we got a couple calls here. We're gonna take a couple calls from you guys. We've got a call from. Major League Baseball. We'll get a call. We'll take a college football call here from Texas from Rep. What's up, man? You're on Big Central. What's up, guys? How you doing today? Doing good, man. How are you? Pretty good. Uh, the one I wanted to bring up. Uh, I don't think you guys have talked about it too much before, but it's Kansas State over five and a half wins to go bowling this year. Um, I'll just start with that Chris Kleinman. I think he's a great coach. He's coming into his third year, really starting to get settled there. Um, you got Skylar Thompson coming back, great quarterback, played forever. Deuce Vaughn was a true freshman that was pretty electric last year, and he's now is a full off season. Um, and then just their schedule. So I think you got to give them like Southern Illinois, uh, Nevada. No, you do not give uh, them Nevada. Yeah. That's a toss up. <laughs> yeah, I'm dead serious. Yeah, That's no, a, I, I that is a more. thousand percent a toss up. I think Nevada may be favored. Yeah, they might be. K-State's got a low power rate. You do not give them Nevada. That's, and, I, you know, and I'm not picking on you, but I looked at this win total, and that's why I'm asking you. So Stanford, you, to me. You have to be pessimistic. You've got to beat Stanford and Dallas. But for for sure. Stanford's still a toss-up. Right. Or, or, all right, so give them – let's oh. say they got to beat Stanford. So Stanford, yeah. Illinois State, Illinois. who else you got? Southern Illinois, who else? Give them Kansas. Okay, three. Then they catch – they catch West Virginia, Baylor, and TCU all at home. Those will be tough, but they'll be oh, they can win some of those. right. You know, within within three points probably. Um, you know, and then the, the tough ones are obviously going to be Oklahoma, Iowa State, uh, Oklahoma State on the road will be tough, and then at Texas. Yeah, and, you're, you're I, I think there's six winnable games in there. There is six winnable games, but you you give me three, and this is the reason I passed on it, and this is how I approach win totals. You guys can believe how we do it or not or whatever, but I think it's you got to have wiggle room, right? Like the sure. three, when you look at your your win totals, you got to have wiggle room. I picked ones at seven. I counted six wins. Now, could they lose those six gimme wins that I'm saying? Absolutely. In this Kansas State thing, I don't think there's a lot of wiggle room. I'm rooting for them. I do think they will win six. As far as wagering my money, I'm passing on it. I love Skylar Thompson. I love Chris Kleiman. The schedule is not favorable for them. Not a lot of wiggle room. Not a lot of gimmies. I don't think you can bet over five and a half and feel confident about it anyway. Well, Skylar Thompson's the key because when he was out last year, they couldn't move the ball. Nope. Yeah. I mean, they just don't. I remember, Ev, do you remember the game where we had that part, the K-State against Oklahoma Oh, State, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, had, they blew that yeah. up. No, but uh, I don't know. They got to beat Stanford. Yeah. And I, I'm all over that, I mean, the under in Stanford. Stanford K-State's like yeah, 51 or 52. Who the hell is going to – I don't know. That smells like a 17-13 slugfest with nobody that has any playmakers out wide. If it stays under a field goal, I'm taking Kansas State no matter what. It's, it's K-State by two right now. I also, you said it's in Jerry World? Yes. That's a very pro 
Kansas State crowd. So, right? Is that a pro Kansas anybody State crowd? State travels pretty well. If too. anybody's going to go, Kansas State's going to go. Stanford you think doesn't have any fans. Yeah. Like, Stanford's a private school. Like, I mean, even in Omaha, they One, have. and even if they don't, even if they did have fans, you think they're going out and getting gassed up for a Labor Day weekend game well, one, game one when they're favored to win, they're expected to win four games this year? Well, my, I don't think so. My thing with it more even just like obviously for the for the win total, two things. One for the win total, they obviously need to beat Stanford, and part of it like if they lose to Stanford, I think the win total shot. But also if they, I just think Stanford is so bad that so if, do they, I. if they lose to Stanford, like they stink. But here's the thing: you're saying they have to have Stanford, right? And I agree, you have to have Stanford, but. It's not a touchdown favorite. It's a two and a half point. No, yeah, yeah, no, you can't. So it's again, it's just, another fucking coin flip. You can't just check the box on it Absolutely, for sure. You cannot you check can't, the box on can't. it. Absolutely not. Because I mean, if they're if they're even saying it's bumped up to their two and a half point favorites on a neutral, they're basically saying the game's a it's a coin flip game. All right. Well, thank thank you for the call. We've got a call now from. It looks like it's from Will. He's saying he's got Friday energy calling in from Boston. I want some, some of that energy. Friday energy. Let's give it. Let's get it up. What, what, what's up, up, Will? How are you? What's up, fellas? How we doing? Good, man. Need some of that Friday energy. With some good Friday vibes here. I've been loving the Pick Central show. Mincy and Nate, I've been loving the Poker podcast. Oh, going thank great. you. aces, baby. It's really good. Looking forward to, to pick them coming up. And Thanks. Especially just wanted to say Mincy and Ev have fun at the show tonight. I'm a huge dead fan. I'll be catching oh, yeah. up here in, Thanks, in brother. Massachusetts. And I'm excited for you guys to go tonight. My brother's going, and... You know, just share whatever you roll up with your neighbors and keep dancing. I'm pumped to see the crew going. Oh, man. I hope you guys have a great day, all of you guys. That's the Friday energy we need. I like it. Appreciate that call, Will. God bless. Yeah, uh, Will's getting me fired. Like, I mean, I don't want to turn this in. This is Pick Central. It's a gambling show, so I don't want to talk too much about the dad. But but, uh, I've seen him eight or nine times. I'm super stoked. John Mayer's fucking legit. He, he there, there was a lot of debate in the dead community when Mayer got it. A lot of the old deadheads were really pissed, but he's done an awesome job. I've seen John Mayer. Yeah, three or four yeah. Times. In 2015, when they started, I, I don't want to go too deep into this, but I was kind of iffy on him, but he's a sick guitarist. Oh, he's a stud. Yeah, I think yeah. people change too. Like he's not like he was in the early 2000s. You know, I think no, people dude, like, well, I, I'm not like I used to be. You know, I think that people kind of label him from the past time. He kills it. All right, well, thank you for the call and the Friday yeah. energy, man. Yeah, we pre- we appreciate it. Friday, guys. Thank you. Um, appreciate the call. Looking forward to dead tonight. I'm thinking, do y'all think some videos from the lot, the dead lot or shakedown or anything with that, with Barstoolies click on that stuff? Yeah, Mitzi, why not? Why not? Let's just throw some shit at the ahead, wall Mincy. and see if it sticks. Mitzi, you with your shirt off just going nuts. I think everybody wants to see that. Yeah, I, I, nobody's going to see my shirt off, but, but, but I might be going nuts uh, regardless. All right, we're going to. Running back, I've been, through. been known to drop tar from a time or two. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna run back through some more NFL questions with our crew. We're getting a good response to this on the chat, boys. Too, uh, we're so we, we we talked Ravens or Browns. Now I'm gonna go NFC North. Can anybody challenge the Packers? Do y'all think the Vikings can? We kind of Rico wasn't here for this the other day. I think the Vikings can make a run. I mean, it depends how much Rogers like. Is Rogers gonna get another spat with the coach? Is Rogers gonna be checked out? Like, yeah, it's the Packers' division to win. But so, like, no, go ahead. I, I, anything can happen with the pack. What do you mean? Like, no, no, my Rogers my, is a little, you know, wishy washy. I said it yesterday. My thing is, this spat has been going on for a long time. He won an MVP through the spat. He's been to multiple NFC Championship games through this spat. I don't think it means anything for All him. Right. Like, I so this is what I said yesterday. I guess I'll, I don't mean to be repetitive. I said basically the same thing yesterday. Think about so his whole beef with the organization 
was the way they like mishandled players that he felt were good guys, also quality players, obviously, on the field. And he hated the way that they were treated on the way out and all that kind of stuff. None of that ever mattered behind when the white lines are on or between the white lines of football. None of that ever mattered. He always lit it up. He had arguably his best year of his career last year. I don't think any of that outside the field stuff or off the field stuff, I don't think any of that matters with Rodgers, with the Packers. Part of me thinks they're going to kind of – I honestly – not part of me, pretty much all of me thinks they're going to run away with this division again this year. You don't think Dan Campbell and his Lions are going to shock anybody? <laughs> I, just think, I just think Minnesota at best is a, like, 500-ish team. I think the Bears are going to – like, obviously I'm a Fields guy, but I think they're still going to have some growing pains. Like, they're still kind of – Trying to figure it out. I don't think Nagy's the guy. Like I think they. I don't kinda, think he is. Either. I think they kind of end up in a similar spot as the Vikings, just like a like a wouldn't eight sh- and nine ish team. Wouldn't shock me if the Bears finish second. Though. So, no, see, not at all. I it wouldn't shock me. I'm either. a little this... bigger on the Vikings, and I'll tell okay. you why. Last year was the first year they hadn't been 500 since like 2014 under Zimmer. Their defense fell off a cliff last year. Daniel Hunter's one of the best DNs in the NFL. He was out the whole year. They're playing without Eric uh, Kendricks, Anthony Barr, two of their best linebackers. I mean, I feel like the defense, I mean, it may not get back to that elite level they were at, but it can't be as bad as it was when they allowed the Saints to score 52 and Kamara have the six TDs and the Santa Cleats on Christmas. And the offense is Justin Jefferson at over 1,400 yards as a rookie. Dalvin Cook, if he stays healthy, is phenomenal. I know Thielen seems like he struggles to stay healthy. I love point. Thielen. I no, I do too. And, I and also Thielen. want to mention Irv Smith at tight end flashed a lot in the second year. He's got great receiving skills. They left Rudolph's now a giant. I think he could step up and get more in the passing game, too. You going to mention the best wide receiver in football? Who? Oh, he's not there anymore. My bad. Who? Oh, Stefan Diggs. Oh, yeah, of course. He's a Bill. <laughs> Bill. But, uh, but, but regardless, I think the Vikings – I mean, I don't know if they That's can challenge the Packers, but I think they get back to nine or ten wins. I'm a little bigger. I just – I believe in Zimmer to get the defense back, like – to, to oh, don't, they have more pieces than the than uh, the Bears. You're right. You know, I I said I thought I just thought the Vikings ceiling was like ten and seven. That's how maybe maybe it is a little higher. Maybe it's eleven and six. But I just see I just see them and the Bears in that similar spot, like middle of the road. And I see the Packers winning like twelve. 13. I feel like I trust Fields, but don't trust Nagy. Like I feel like Fields is a good quarterback. I just worry did he go to the right situation? Right. Like I feel like he's a winner, and I, I, there's a lot to like about his talent. I mean, the game he played against Clemson in that playoff game was one of the best college football quarterback games I've ever seen. Ever. 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 And I just wonder, you know, did he did he land in the right spot? But we shall see a lot of pressure being the Chicago quarterback. But hey, what do they always say? You know you just want you you never want to follow a legend. So following Trubisky's probably good. Because <laughs> the bar's been set. Talk about that Arizona Arizona State game. That was a game I kept hitting submit on Clemson. Like, oh, 21 and a half. <laughs> like, oh, they're going to come back. They'll get it. They'll get it, yeah. too. Newspaper score. Newspaper. And then as you're hitting it, fields are just ding over your fucking head. You're like, oh, fuck. AFC they South. a bunch of deep balls in that game. AFC, was, oh, my God. They killed them. AFC South question. So, the Colts were favored all offseason after the Wentz stuff. Now the Titans are favored because of the Wentz thing and the Quentin Nelson thing. Who do you all like in this division out of these two teams? Wentz is supposed I mean, to be back sooner and later. Now, now it's just like – there's just so much question marks around Wentz. It makes it so hard to feel like Titans. really good about putting your money on him. Like you almost, like I almost feel like I have no choice but to say the Titans. I mean, other than just trying to be contrarian, which I try to just tell it how I feel. So I mean, if you just put a gun to my head, I'm going to say Titans without even thinking about it, considering what's going on with Wentz. But before this injury happened, I was I'd said obviously I was a big believer in the Wentz reclamation project with Frank Reich. Like I was definitely I was very in on that. I w- I was a guy who was trying to buy stock on that. 
now with this injury again, it's just like the same old she gets hurt again. It's just it's tough, and you know, and but at the same time, they do have just a good roster. Like they have a good Colts. team around. Like they both do for sure. You know, Colts, and you, especially you even argue the Buckner Colts like and Darius Leonard and, up front. Colts have the number two run defense in mm-hmm. football. They're great against the run. I mean, they gave the Bills everything they could handle last year in Buffalo with fucking with Philip Rivers, who could, his arms falling off. Yeah. So I mean, if Wentz could if Wentz could even get back a few weeks in and play even like. It's tough to say, oh, like, play like he did a few years ago in that the almost MVP season. But, I mean, if he can be better than he was last year, considering that they will have much better weapons than he had with the Eagles, you got to think that it's going to be like a neck-and-neck division because the Titans still scare me, especially on defense. I just don't trust their defense at no. all. I think the offense should score a ton of points. I've said it over and over. I love betting overs on this, this Titans team, Tennessee, especially last Tennessee, year. Tennessee, if you got on the overs when they switched, so they were 2-4 and four with Mariota when they put Tannehill in two years ago. They've been the biggest over team in the NFL since then because their totals are like 34 with Mariota. Mm-hmm. Those games, they were so limited. And then, I mean, it's been since Tannehill's been Which there. is crazy, too, because you also think, like, Vrabel has that, like, defensive guy, right? Like, uh, And they're just offense. You're right. Offense is fucking killing. Also, real quick, in that Colts game, which way did that – was there a controversial fumble? Which way did that Colts go? Got, it went the against the Colts. The Colts got fucked. Colts got fucked. They were dribble. Well, because so. also they. Kept, I had Buffalo. They, they didn't kept, cover the Colts. They kept that. driving. They kept driving in the score. I think they were like touchdown yep. dogs, and they kept driving the score. They set up for field goals a couple times. I don't know why it's losing me too. I know there was like there was a. Big it was a call. big time fumble. Was, that, a was a guy down. Something it was happened. A catch that they got. Fucked. I know something was up with that wacky call. I know something was up, and I feel like it went against the Colts. So you're right, Cole goes a different way. Maybe the Colts are making that run. Like crazy. Like think about how think how differently you'd feel about him. But no, Mincy says like their defense. People don't think about the Colts. Think defense. Their defense is legit. Now DeForest Buckner, who they traded that first round pick to, to the Niners for, mm-hmm. he's he's phenomenal. I mean, he's the, one of the best DA. He's like an unsung hero type because he's a gap guy. He still can rush the passer, but he's he's just a dude you want, man. And I mean, they just gave Leonard the big contract. I mean, he's a monster, a tackle machine. Yeah. He's everywhere. Like I said, they, they're past these. Not, I mean, the Rundy's excellent. Past the is decent. You got to think Titans and Colts are easily the top two in that division. Uh, the NFC South, I'm kind of just running through it. Saints have won it four years in a row. But, <laughs> Let's uh, go, Mints. The, the Bucks are minus 200 this year, though. Dude, I try to look. Y'all know I'm an optimistic guy, but this Bucks team, it, it's hard to find many weaknesses this year. I mean, this team, because last year you knew it would be a work in progress. It was Brady there. He was coming off of COVID. He was learning it with Arians. You know, Gronk was coming off retirement. Everybody was feeling each other out. There's a lot of moving parts. It was designed to peak in the playoffs. Now they got all this shit figured out. And they got everybody back. Tristan Wirfs was an awesome tackle, first-round pick last year. So that O-line is solidified. Now Antonio Brown knows the offense more. So you got A.B., Godwin, Mike Evans with Gronk. Tight end, you got the best front. Them, them, and the football team are the best front sevens. I'm not sure which one's better, better, but the the Tampa one, dear God, y'all saw the Super Bowl with Devin White and Shaq Barrett and Vitavea back in D tackle. He was hurt last year. I have a hard time finding weaknesses in this team. I hate it. I hate it. I think Bruce Arians, phenomenal coach. I think Todd Bowles. You know, I know he struggled as a Jets head coach, but he's a fat, great defensive coordinator going back to Arizona with Arians. I don't know. If Tampa stays healthy, I mean, they could go like 14-3. Well, the only thing I'm going to say, and I don't think Tampa's going to get challenged in that division, right? So, we got the Saints, the Panthers, and the Falcons. Yeah, I think Atlanta and Carolina. The only thing, and you're right, they do – there was a figuring it out thing. But if you look, I mean, Brady's old, right? Do we see a little bit of, like, cruise control for the Bucs, like, in that division, like, that they're not getting challenged? And I'm not going to – but, like, they'll be an uninspiring 11-5. and You know what I'm saying? (laughs) 
it's like save it for the playoffs. Like, like, no, no, no. Yes. Like, where, Gronk, to... where Gronk misses like seven games for we nothing. Saw to that save with him in New, we saw that with him in New England too. It was like, oh, the Patriots step back, everybody, and it's like, nah, man, they're just gearing it up for the playoffs. They haven't showed you full gear, yeah. you know. And especially if you're not going to get, you, I mean, they're going to go six and zero in that division. Maybe what, what five and one. I don't at know, worst? The Saints last year against them though. Saints won two of the three. They beat the shit out of them in that Sunday night game. I know regular season. Playoffs are what matters. The Bucks won the one that matters. But I felt like the Saints more than competed against them last year. Right. Now, I don't know. Jameis against Tampa is going to be an interesting dynamic, to say the least. Uh, the Saints catch them Halloween Sunday, 325 in the Superdome. If there's an NFL game this year I want to go to, it's that one. Let me dress up at Halloween in the Dome. That's what I like Big to do. Yeah, that'll be something. But I, I think the Saints, the over-under is nine. Look, I have a lot of faith in Sean Payton. I think he's a phenomenal coach. It's going to be tough to win more than 10 this year. And Saints, last four years, 11-5, and 13-3, 13-3, 12-4. Don't know that you're getting there this year, but I still think they could be in the playoff mix. I just think they're the second-best team in the division. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's on it's kind of on Jameis' shoulders a little bit because there's parts of me I go back and forth where obviously the turnovers with him were scary, but at the same time I just feel like you even saw it in the playoff game, like they wanted to throw the ball deep. Like, they give, they put the ball in Jameis' hands and throw it deep. Like, I almost feel like in a lot of ways he can open up the offense, but at the same time they just don't have the weapons that they had even last year with Michael. Who knows when Michael Thomas is going to be back. They just don't I'm have – I'm glad that they're mending the fits and stuff. Because I actually had – it was funny. I had a blog that was in review just bashing Mike Thomas for the stuff when he allegedly requested a trade, and I had to yank it when I saw the, that there were Saints and Thomas for mending fences the other day. But uh, I'm just glad to hear they're trying to work it out. Because he was going to count if the Saints traded Michael Thomas, he was going to count nine million against the cap this year and twenty two million next year. Right. And everybody knew he was fighting; he was injured and fight with the Saints. What were you going to get? Like a second or third round yeah, pick right. for him at that point? So your boy Stephen Shea hates him, huh? God, my boy hates him. How am I going to get through this season without punching Shea? He, he <laughs> <laughs> no, I did a blog on that yesterday because Shea, like, I'm a hard guy to rattle, but he. He pulls it off, man. Just something about his face, <laughs> his hair. No, no, it's, it's not that he, he just – but he also, especially when it comes so to football, straight, with Stephen Shea, he says things with a, with a certain conviction yes. that it's just like this is right and you're just wrong because, like, he, he's, he's not like – it's not like a condescending, like, I'm is smart. It, is it snide? Dumb. Is it snide? Um, it, it's it's not, I don't think right snide's the right attitude. word. I don't think snide's the right word. He, it's just he says it with just like it almost like he says it with no emotion, <laughs> like he says it like it's like a computer model to spit out like Michael Thomas stinks and he just like calm with his like hands together like this and he just kind of like no Michael Thomas isn't good zero TDs like, not last a, year not a he was hurt and he had a high zero, spread. No, zero he, TDs look, here's the thing he had a lost year last year there's no getting around it he had to fight and practice mm-hmm. he got spat with the team he had that high ankle sprain that ankle injury not a good clubhouse guy maybe not but. The four years before that, he had 149 catches the year before. I mean, his stats, 2017 or 16 through 19, everybody's forgetting about all that because he had one lost year. I mean, he was freaking top five NFL for sure. You know, like I said, 149 catches in a 16-game season. So, Mintz, take the over on his catches and touchdowns this year, you're saying? I, mean, I don't know when he's playing. He's probably not even a line on it. I don't know. It's gonna be- That's what I was going to ask you. Is there any – what's the timetable on right. him to be back? Man, they said 12 weeks from June 1 when Ooh. he had the surgery. I didn't know it was that long. I'm no, sorry. no. And, and well, but 12 weeks would be like – would be yeah, that's, a, that's just a long recovery. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and the thing was he showed up. He could have gone in February or March and had it checked out and had the surgery then, and he showed up in June and it was still messed up. And so Sean Payton called him out on it rightfully, and that's how all this stuff 
uh, all this crap blew up. All right, running around. We got a couple more calls. Real on. quick before you go get ahead. to that, yeah, just you touched on it, not a line being out. We've been doing these win totals. Arizona State does not have a win total out. Because of the NCAA investigation. Because the NCAA investigation. Because of that, yeah. So, do you talk about, you know, the uncertainty and shit like that? I did want to say that. I am high on Arizona State. That's all. All We got a call. Jason in Vermont talking NFL. You're on Pick Central. What's up, Jason? Good afternoon, gentlemen and Spider Monkey. Um, Just real real curious. What do you guys think about Josh Allen potentially not playing? Like, looks like they're just going to let Trubisky and Vermont. do, do, do some damage. Uh, okay, what you guys are thinking. Okay, his, his phone's kind of cutting out. I think he's saying Josh Allen not playing preseason. What do we think about it? Yeah, that's what I think he was saying. I'm of that's the exactly opinion. I'm of the opinion that weeks one and two can you can struggle in the in the season at be a preseason because the NFL season now that there's a 17th game. It's already over four months. It's a body count every year. I mean, look what happened to the Giants and the yep. the Niners and stuff. I don't risk anything in preseason. No. I mean, I wouldn't at all because of how long the season is. You get one bye week. And so, you know, that maybe my style would cause a lot of 0-1 and 0-2 and starts. But you just can't risk it. And so, I would – hell no, I wouldn't pay out. You just paid out $43 million. Made it $2.6 a game. Hell no, I ain't putting him in no preseason game. Yeah, I, I just think there's a certain level you reach that I think, especially after last year, he's finally reached that point that – he is undeniably, it's right now, a top five quarterback. And, you know, I don't think you're worried about him. It's not like, for example, like a, like a, like a Zach Wilson. Like, the guy, he needs to get his reps, needs to get his feet wet, needs to just see that, that NFL speed a little bit, the speed of the game, everything, just get his bearings under him. Guys like that, like, that's, I mean, he's started the last few years. He's played awesome. These games don't mean a goddamn thing. Not anything. Sit him the whole, especially with more, with more regular season games. Yeah, I mean, they already were, even if they were playing like guy, these veteran guys, quarterbacks, they're going in there for one series, two series, out. By, by the fourth preseason game, they're not even playing at all. Not worried about it at all. Yeah, I, I, I have no concerns, but we do appreciate the call. A uh, couple other, kind of running through the NFL, just asking a question about each division. I'm enjoying it. We'll get some good engagement. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, NFC, oh, actually, we'll do AFC West first. Chiefs are obviously number one. Do y'all... I feel the Chargers are the second-best team. Now, especially because they got rid of Anthony Lynn, who I thought was maybe the worst coach of pro football. Actually, second worst. Made, Zach Taylor. Let me say something the, about him. For the Bengals. Is the, is he awful made my life so good last football season by botching every fourth quarter because the blog numbers were just insane. Everybody loved piling on like just how bad his coaching was in the fourth quarter. I was depressed when they let him go. Wow. Well, I'm glad to see he made your blogging like <laughs> Anthony Lynn gets clicks, I guess. Apparently. Oh, big Justin time. Herbert was not probably sad to see him go. No. no, no. I mean, Do y'all remember fucking... that game where the Patriots beat him like 45 nothing on their home field? Mm-hmm. That was the worst, the Bill Belichick, Anthony Lynn coaching thing. Because freaking Chargers had more talent, way uh, more talent yeah. than yeah. New England. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. listen, I, I think mm-hmm. Herbert, I'm an Oregon guy. I love Herbert. I think he's fucking great. I do say that there is a little too much shine right now, it looks like, on the Chargers. Yep. Do I think they'll be good? Yeah. Will they take a step up without this moron coaching them? Absolutely. But as far as, like, ooh, who's the sexy under-the-radar team? Everybody on the block's trying to date the Chargers. No, they I, are. And I, Vegas, I just Vegas, worry no, about Vegas that. Always, what's interesting, too, is, Enrico, I know you do this, too. We follow the Vegas power rankings. Vegas always has such a high power ranking on the Chargers. I mean, week one, they're laying one and a half at the football team yeah. on the road. For some reason, 
like the Chargers always have such a high power ranking and underachieve. I know that, that that's like what they do. The, I think this the char, this year's Chargers is last year's Cardinals, where I feel like everyone was thinking like that about the Cardinals last year, and they. I still say last year was the Browns. The sexy team. They were two, two years ago. That's the last five I, years for them. No, the Card- they the lost last, to Tennessee year, two years ago. Week one. I think it was carryover. I still think it was carryover with the Browns last year. I'm sorry. It was. No, no, still it, think big the time was. The Cardinals last year, everyone was like, oh, like Kingsbury and that offense with Kyler Murray back year two and Hopkins and the receivers and running game and all this, like the defense getting a little better. I just this. I think there's more validity to the Chargers this year. I mean, just Herbert was just undeniably just looked awesome last year the guy can sling it they have a ton of good receivers they bring back some some injuries that happened e- last Eckler year was defense. banged up well derwin james is had a lot of injury problems Both but he's healthy right now last year he'll be back the hire they hired staley who was the rams young defensive coordinator i mean a young innovative mind can't be worse than anthony lynn there's no. got to be a big coaching upgrade there and and chargers, do, chargers do have talent on defense that makes me like the cardinals this year and I know me. That's kind of how I everybody feel too. jumped off the block. That's I think I they're too. worth a sleep. Listen, the top five teams. One of the I top think, five well, teams is going to win the Super Bowl. The, I'm on the Cardinals and Bills, and I know the Bills are unsexy sleeper. It's not really even a sleeper. They're a favorite. My sleeper is Arizona. Do you, like, also, do you like, think, like AJ Green to bounce back? Uh, I think he's done. You think we he's done? Yesterday. I think it's one of those things. He like, back. He's Burrow, a name. Burrow he's a name did, you get excited about. If you right, watch yeah. the Bengals the first four weeks, Burrow just force fed him the ball. Trying to do yeah, he everything he could to get him going, and he just didn't have it. Tyler anymore. Boy was that guy. Yeah, no, the bit, yeah, that'll that'll be awesome. that'll be. What do y'all think of Denver? Because like they're kind of hyped up right now, and I don't. Last year, last year, Vaughn Miller and Cortland Sutton both out for the year before it even started last mm-hmm. year. Drew Locke was hyped up. He was a bust. Now they don't know if it's going to be Locke or Bridgewater. You know, maybe they're going to lean on the running game. They drafted a North Carolina kid, <laughs> Williams. That Shay's obsessed with the fancy. I don't see like people are hyping up Denver. I don't see it. It's a weird thing to do. De- what Denver's doing of like Bridgewater, we all love him. He covers the spread and he's he's a pro and he's bounced around. He's got a chip on his shoulder and he's he's good, right? Like he's you know what you are. He's Fitzpatrick. He's yeah, but he's he's he's, a, he's whatever he is, right? I feel like but he's not even that though. You also deciding on a guy, a Drew Locke, who like let's face it, is probably not the star you thought. So you're in like a. All right, this is a pat. This will fix the hole in the wall, and Drew Locke is maybe going to open the hole even. You know what I mean? Like it's no, I. It's I like, think they're like oh, you don't. It's like not buying a new car and just buying two shitty cars and be like, all right, I'll make it that way. You know? Yeah, I think they're like I think they're going to be like a little better than last year, which just isn't saying much. Like I no. think they're just like a like a seven and not seven and ten kind of team. Like I think that's where they're. They just keep searching. They hadn't had a quarterback since Manning retired. I mean, they look how many they've gone through. And, and LA, you would think, think those quarterbacks, but uh, clearly. Yeah, I mean, he's drafted yeah. some. All, I mean, he's drafted a ton of. Got, got a DM, offense. Rico Card. I mean, Paxton Lynch was cards. a disaster. I like Osweiler. Paxton. Osweiler was a disaster. I like Paxton Lynch, though. He's, yeah, but he sucks. Yeah, he and sucks. He does suck. You're Total right. Miss up. In, but I give him a little bit of a pass on that because I thought Paxton Lynch would be okay. But he sucks. <laughs> he sucks. <laughs> so like, ultimately, he stinks. I mean, listen, I'm sitting on my couch. He, I don't, he was so bad, like, he, they wouldn't even, like, put him on the field. He was yeah, so awful. But, I mean, again, I bet on Memphis every week, so I'm biased. And, but I'm sitting on my <laughs> no, couch, was, and listen, I got That it. year, he was fucking awesome. I'm Memphis, sitting on my couch. I get it wrong. There's no penalty. He's sitting in an office. He gets it wrong. You know, he, that's when you start to worry, like, he's the, is he the guy? Is John Elway the guy? Uh, we got to get to our picks for sure. today. We got about five minutes left. What were uh, you saying about the cards? 
I would say they're plus 550 to win the division right now, but it's just well, tough because all three well, of the other teams are all good. Think, that's I mean, why I think tough. they're not getting hype this year is because the division's just so good. Oh, division's very good. It's like loaded. Stafford being there. That's what, the, that's what I said yesterday. I thought if there was any team with odds everything considered to bet I, on to win the Super Bowl, I said Rams 1,400. I wouldn't be, be shocked the, the direction if week I'd go. 10 we go back to this conversation and we're like, I can't believe we didn't think. That was the easiest bet of all time. I think the Cardinals' defense is awesome. Kyler's awesome. J.J. I mean, Watt. J- yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if he gets back to half as good as he can too. be, and I, I love them. I love them. I love Buda Baker, everything about them. Like, they're just a cool team. They're easy to root for. I think that will be my uh, that will be my pick. Put it in, Ben Mintz. Yeah, well, the thing is, they should have a good home f- on that fast track indoors the way they're designed. You know, it should be tough at home, too. You know what I think, too, this will be the last thing. It's more. This is more of a year where he's not telling Kyler Murray, like, you know, throw, get bigger, throw, like, he's fine-tuning decision-making. Like, hey, you want to be a, a pro in this league now? It's, what's his third year? Yeah. Second year, whatever. Like, this third. is when you, all right, maybe we stop making mistakes. Hey, look, you you know, and Kingsbury, for, for everything he was at Texas Tech, they did have some fucking great offenses. Yeah. He's a great offensive mind. This is when he can fine-tune Kyler Murray and make him into what he wants, and maybe this is when they do take the leap. I would trust me. If they were in another division, I think oh, they'd be getting talked much highly about. Division's loaded. All right, we got to get to our picks for the day. I know I went two and one last night off that zero and five. Just Wednesday, not not good. Today, uh, Braves have been hot lately, laying a run and a half with them. They're obviously a monster favorite. Taking the Cardinals by run and a half. I got the under and the Marlins Reds at eight and a half for my three picks for the day. All right, I got five today. Little, you know, I need the day action. Two or two twenty game in Chicago. I'm on the Royals. Great on the money pick. Line. Great I'm pick. I'm on the Royals. Get you a win I, before the dead. I think the Yankees run line. They're certainly not minus two fifty on the run line. That's a mistake. But <laughs> that's what they are. Money line. I'm on a run line. I'm also on the Jays run line. The Rockies. It's crazy juicy. I don't care. This team wins at home. They always win at home. Diamondbacks are coming off a three game sweep of the Phillies. Don't care. Rockies at home. Lock it in. And last, Padres, Phillies, over nine. Matt Moore looked good in his last start. I do not care. He stinks. Blake Snell this year has stunk. Over, over, over nine. Rico, what's your Yeah, name? I'm on uh, I'm on the Royals. Money line and the over. I thought you were only allowed six picks. I thought we had six. Or five, five. I'm sorry, five. We had to do three to five a day was the rule. Packers are tomorrow, technically. Oh. That's how much Got I it. love no, that. We'll they, get to that. Okay. Yeah. My we'll bad. To that. Floor's it's all good. The floor's it's all yours, good. Senator. It's all good. Royals minus one and a half. I'll take the Royals team total over four and a half. Yankees minus one and a half. For me, it's only minus 120. That shows you I have such a better eye for it. Ev has it at minus 250. He's a sucker. Uh, Blue Jays over. Team total over five and a half. They mash. A's money line. And tomorrow, guys, talk me out of it because I love it so much. I am 2-0 oh in the preseason. Why are the Packers plus two and a half against the Jets? Does it mean more against the Jets? Is Jordan Love like not the, like the Jets are a fucking mess? They just had another DN go out, injuries all over the place. Yeah, injuries. What am I missing here? Packers at home. I know it's preseason. Packers Jordan plus Love's two and a half. Prove, prove too. Packers plus two and a half. Who, Jets suck. I would say Jordan Love is obviously going to play a shit ton. Jets plus Jets minus two and a half. What no, am I, I missing? Hate, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Packers at all. plus two and a half. It's the play of the weekend. I, I have a pick from chat. Okay. Uh, I had to look up how to pronounce this. Shout out to the homies in chat. We have a soccer pick. It's from La Liga. Real Bet- Betis. They are playing at 3 p.m. East Coast time. Uh, I love them uh, in every soccer way possible. Shout out, chat. I also want to shout out the NAS- NASCAR big race this weekend on NBC Sports Network. I believe 3 o'clock Eastern from Michigan. Uh, shout out 
Shout out to that. We'll have some picks up on the Barstool Sportsbook. Uh, guys, appreciate our production crew. TJ was out today. Uh, appreciate Zah. Give it up Avery, for Zah. Playboy Marty and all our crew. Uh, thank you. Thank you, guys. Nate, appreciate you coming in. Rico, Ev, good show today, guys. And uh, everybody have a safe weekend. Ev, let's get ready. Shakedown, baby. Get you some of them dead. Y'all stay tuned for the act.